Prime Rib, aka Fatty Meat. That's my rap name. DJ Fatty Meat. <laughs> Seven Days to Play. Welcome to Seven Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review podcast. I am Sam. And I'm Edwin. And each week we uh, take turns to challenge each other to play a new mobile game. This week it was my turn, and I challenged Sam to play Drag Apostrophe N Apostrophe Boom. Dragon Boom. Tell me, Edwin, what is Dragon Boom about? It's a, a reading from the App Store, it's a fun, old-school arcade game combining speed and precision exclamation points. Dive into an imaginary medieval universe full of heroes echoing the greatest arcade game and platform games of all time. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sam may have some comments about this. <laughs> That's my tie. Unleash your flames in no fewer than 50 levels and a never-ending world. Does that make sense? That doesn't no, make sense. That doesn't make sense. Did Rocky Flintstone write this? <laughs> <laughs> Reference uh, in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, suffice to say, it is a arcade-style, shooty, runny, flyy thing. I feel like it yep. was a cross between Sonic, Angry Birds, and like a shooty Tiny Wings? Oh, I don't know what that is. Tiny Wings was that... It was one of like the first mobile games that really hit big. Mm-hmm. It was made by a For Swedish developer. Anders. Something like that. Anders or maybe Oscar. <laughs> Actually, we should look it up. That's right. Bing it, Sam. <laughs> Andreas. The other oh, name that we didn't get. <laughs> so close. Oh. Andreas Illiger. It's, uh, it's the one where it has like randomly generated hills and you have to glide your, your little bird with its belly like on the downward parts. And then when you let go, it does a jump. Yeah, so there's a lot of games that were based on this format. Some of the more popular ones are Alto's Adventure is a great one that sort of copies this. Was that the skiing one? Yeah, skiing one is the Alto's Alto's Adventure. Gotcha. The cool thing is it had these random generated hills. You're able to use physics to guide, you know, where you land. I can see a little bit of that influence Mm -hmm. being in this, uh, meaning like there might be some hills that you're dragging around. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so this, I would say it's not really a casual game. It is more of an arcade style. Mm, with a but bit- it's not a casual arcade game. I guess I don't really know what the definition of a casual game is. I feel like you can like dip in. So dip I out. feel casual is, if, you, if it's an action game, it is, I feel like it's not, it's no longer um, mm. a casual game. Because so, it's like timing based, you need to yeah, pay attention to timing it. Based. You kind of have to focus on what's going on. You can't play it one-handed. You have to play it two-handed in no landscape mode. Problematic for me. Why did I choose this since I know I'm on the subway? <laughs> uh, yeah, so it is that. And uh, just for some context, it has had uh, 2,700 reviews mm. on the App Store, and it is a 4.9 out of 5. Wow. Sam is surprised by this. This is why we go by the seven-day rating system here at Seven Days to Play. <laughs> Yes. But first, but new, first. new, new news. <laughs> All right. Snapchat recently has announced something in regards to AR. So Snapchat has been doing a bit. They've been experimenting with AR stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with the Snappy Chatty and eh. their, oh. their lenses and stickers or whatever. Mm. I love transforming my face into a dog. There's that. But what they have now is they can actually you can actually place that dancing hot dog. Oh, what was that? Like that a was table. a huge thing, right? Yeah. Wasn't that a thing that was a thing? Even I've heard of that. Yep. And I'm a Luddite. So Snapchat, you can place a dancing table like on the floor and then... Dancing hot dog on the floor? What did I say? A uh, table. Oh, right. Dancing I mean, dancing table. Dog. Now I'm down for that. <laughs> dancing hot dog on a table and record that video and put it somewhere on your Snapchat feed. What a world we live in. What a world we live in. So they've taken it a step further 
And now what they're doing with AR is they're getting professional artists to make uh, landscape artworks. So I don't know if you're familiar with Jeff Koons. Mm-hmm. Yes. He makes those big balloon type sculptures. I don't know if they're sculptures or, you know, they're, yeah. they're artworks, they're pieces. Yeah, they're sculptures. Generally bigger. Now they are giant sized in ways that you cannot physically put on a space very easily. That's kind of awesome. In certain locations around the world. So they have one in Paris. They have one in London. They have like three in New York somewhere. Oh, I'm going to find them. So you have to look at the locations that they're based. So there's one in Central Park, uh, which I think is the big balloon dog, like the metallic balloon dog. And if you look through your Snapchat, you'll be able to see it in AR. Okay, that's pretty awesome. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. I think there's going to be more like, you know, one application for this in like a game format would be Pokemon Go. Right. They kind of do this already, but it's not really fully AR. It's just sort of you see the locations, you see a Pokemon appear on the floor, you throw the Pokemon ball at it. But imagine if they're like gyms and all that stuff sort of superimposed on like the camera view. I know exactly what you're talking about. I can see how that could be pretty awesome. Um, I want to see my Wigglypuff floating around. Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff, (laughs) Miggly Move, (laughs) and the Sigly Guff. This is, that is pretty cool. I got to say, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, uh, I've been meaning to go visit the Storm King Park, and now I don't have to, which is, if you're not near New York, it's a sort of sculpture park where they have a whole bunch of sculptures and artworks outside. And now I don't have to go. I can just go to Central Park and just look through my phone at a fake thing that doesn't exist in the real world, but it's kind of awesome. The The problem is you still have to walk there, Oh, right? uh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, <laughs> you still have to get off your couch. You can't just do like a VR tour for our lazy asses. Well, I like it. I, hopefully there's going to be more stuff like this, and not just only through Snapchat, because I've actually deleted my Snapchat. As have I, yeah. I think I've tried to install it three or four times, but maybe I should re- reinstall. It's kind of a fun thing. have some visitors in town this week, mm. so go take them to see a Snapchat thing that only exists in Snapchat world. Yeah, I want to see AR where I don't have to leave my house. <laughs> can, we, can we stop doing AR outside? Can we do AR inside? And I feel like there is some stuff coming, like tabletop games and more of, I feel like, capture the flag style battle things. Yeah, there are lots of games that are actually available on the game store now. Hmm, mm, who knows? Indeed. Maybe the next game that would be Ooh. recommended. Yeah, that's super cool. Uh, looking forward to more AR stuff in future. More, some more news. Well, more of an update. But I uh, finished Thimbleweed Park last night on a casual mode. Oh, wow. Congratulations. <laughs> it's nice. It's very cool. Like, it just goes in a direction. Yeah, it goes in a direction. Like, I had, like, a little inkling throughout the game. Yeah, it just, it's pretty smart. It's very cool. Enjoyable. It's awesome. Would you recommend it? Yes. Even more now? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, now that I've completed it. Yeah, it's super cool. Yes, Sam, you have to finish it so we can talk about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But yeah, so I think I did it in like nine hours. You know, right now they're running at, what's that, just over an hour, just over a dollar an hour to mm, play. Right. Yeah, pretty damn good value. I think it's worth it. I mean, even if I only played two and a half hours of it, I totally found it enjoyable and worth it. Um, if you're ever into like an adventure game yep. and you want to know what a point and click adventure feels like, like yep. totally worth the money. I'm really looking forward to going back and playing it on hard mode. Mm. now because i'm like okay i got a general sense of what needs to happen but i'm looking forward to seeing how like having trickier puzzles kind of is going to affect that are there additional puzzles yes oh i see i thought it was just like it doesn't give you any hints hmm nope i believe uh well let's let's catch up next week as you're playing on casual mode you do pick up a lot of stuff you never use Mm. and i think in the hard mode you have to use all that stuff so more yak shaving. Yes. <laughs> what do I got myself into? <laughs> well, now that you know how to shave the yak, maybe you'll come prepared. <laughs> That's true. I'll bring my clippers. Yeah. Okay. So drag, apostrophe, and apostrophe, boom. Oh, my goodness. Uh, we're, never, we're never choosing another name with strange punctuation <laughs> ever again. But I will say, after playing it, 
I like the name a lot more. Yes, it makes sense. Because you drag and yep. you, well... You I mean, drag with your left finger and then you boom with your right finger. <laughs> so left drag, right boom. Right. Um, yeah, that's kind of cool. So I was like, okay, that's... I like that it made a little more sense. A little yeah. punny. Yeah. Good. You, you know, and I you, love a good pun. You know this. <laughs> so uh, you get a nice little little toot. There's Oriole. a little tutorial in the beginning, yeah. Can I call it a toot? It was like a couple of levels, right? Like a, yeah. a toot of levels. <laughs> Tutelage of levels. Yeah. Which I thought was fine. Yeah. Started off just left hand and then do the right handy thing. The controls are with the right hand, you're making little flick gestures that controls a little dragon on the screen. You are a little dragon that mm-hmm. comes terrorizing the lands of castles and knights upon the snout of a bigger dragon, which oh. I don't understand why. Oh, there's some story for you, Sam. No, there isn't. No. I thought there would be, but there isn't. Little sneak peek. <laughs> snout peek. No. <laughs> oh. So the left hand, you're dragging, you're flicking it, and each flick essentially determines the, the movement and direction of your dragon. And so if you flick it up, it'll make like a jump and it'll fly upwards. And then with the right hand, if you flick it to a direction, it will shoot a fireball at that direction. I didn't have any issues with the movement and oh, the, really? the control of the dragon. What I had issues with was sort of the physics around the game. Like there weren't any rules that allowed you to stick on the ground, but some of the gameplay actually would have been a lot more convenient if it actually stuck you to the ground in some way, mm. right? And, like, the jumps were oddly physical. Like, the, the the jumping was weird because as soon as you left the ground, you'd kind of float in that general direction without any consequence, really. Mm, that's true. Yeah. I struggled with, I guess, coming from uh, quite a golfing background. I keep wanting to do, like, the pull back to oh, shoot right. forward motion, whereas this time you just point where you want it to go. Yeah which I still, to this day, still try and do, do the, yank back, like, a, like a slingshot. Yeah. Well, I struggled with that because I'm quite a bad gamer, as it happens. There's something unsatisfying about this game, which yeah. I'm going to say, I'm just going to jump right to that point. Totally. Because in theory, it sounds like it should be pretty cool. Like, I think there is a great potential for like a Sonic Angry Birds shooter mashup. Mm. Like, that sounds kind of exciting. Yep. But I can't quite pinpoint why this misses the mark for me. Like, there's something unsatisfying about the movement the and the sh- shooting i don't know i just there is something unsatisfying about it like there is quite a nice thing where if you drag and hold you kind of do a slow motion where you can angle yourself and decide what direction to go in that's kind of cool but i know exactly what not, you mean yeah right yeah, i wasn't like, captivated by it at all i think the issue that i had was that it was almost too free yeah yeah you could pretty much just go anywhere you and do just anything pretty much go anywhere do anything so i didn't feel any of the consequences and then when i did get the consequence of not getting the three stars i felt it was really random and arbitrary yeah i didn't know if i was like am i doing this right am i doing this wrong right the sonic style speed moments yes those had some potential yes but can this not just not this be the whole game (laughs) right something like that i feel got me a little bit excited but then and i saw the potential there but it was really it was overtaken by the other aspects of the game so essentially you need to uh, collect coins and then shoot fireballs at soldiers right we people Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then the it, Wii people like it was really weird like I would get combos by first shooting them yes yeah, if you shoot them a second or third time and you then can you can like ram into them while they were flying around to like get a multiplier but I wasn't really clearly sure on what those multipliers meant like I know if I just killed everyone and finished the level I'd get 
the full amount of stars. And if I just happened to get like one hit from the knight that reduced my health just a little bit, mm, that I would didn't even mean, notice I was getting low in health. That would mean <laughs> like one less star. And I felt that was so random in terms of, you know, a complete star versus like not a complete set of stars for each level. So yeah, there's just something about it that didn't feel fully baked. Yeah. They can get to be like a lot of stuff going on on screen. Mm. In a way that you don't really know what the hell is going on, which, yeah, again, was a little unsatisfying. Like, oh, I can shoot fireballs everywhere all the time, and I guess I do hit things by accident. Mm. I guess none of it felt deliberate. I think maybe that's the problem. Like, I can control this dragon and shoot fireballs, but it never felt like, oh, I'm doing the thing that I want. Like, I want to take out these little people here and then fly over here and shoot that. It was more like, Wah, fly everywhere, shoot everything, fuff, fuff. And exactly. stuff happens, and I'm like, oh, well, I guess I did it, but I didn't feel like I was gaining skill or like getting more adept. At yeah, I just felt like I was kind of... Um, bashing the screen with your thumbs. Yeah, like smucking about, right? I hate the smucking. The, the <laughs> there'd be some levels where I would consciously get all the gold coin. Because coins, yeah. at the end of the level, you're essentially rated on three things. Uh, the amount of health that you have, the amount of gold that you get, and the amount of baddies that you kill, which are the little knights. And so if you miss, I feel like if you miss out on any of those, you don't get a star for And so at one point, I didn't get some of the gold. And I was just like, ah, you know, forget it. I'm just going to finish out the level. And when I did, I got all three stars. And I was like, that was weird. Where are the consequences for this? Like, can I just keep doing this? Mm. So I felt like, yeah. If there was a, a big issue that I had with it, it was almost too free. It kind of felt like they made a nice little movement uh, with a character on screen um, that felt good and sort of built the game around it and not really develop a rule set that really pertains to that, that type of movement and create a complete game with mm. some restrictions in mind. Even like maybe if the movement was controlled to just eight axes, the cross and maybe the uh, diagonal. Interesting. That might have felt a little better because then it also gives you some sense of control within like how you're shooting because 360 degrees of shooting a fireball is almost too loose yeah. right like i'd try to hit someone and it would just go like a hair off right and right. it'd be annoying right <laughs> yes damn this dragon's targeting system is terrible exactly. yeah if i knew that that general direction means that it's going to shoot at a 45 angle down then i can have mm. some sort of real set to rely on yeah that's interesting feels like that may have made it better uh, how many levels did you play <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to give some insight into my my seven day rating gotcha. but uh here let me check oh so there's a slight intro that happens all the time which you can skip but kind of annoying where you're the baby dragon on the nose baby dragon on the nose yeah not just a baby it's like absolutely tiny it's a minuscule it's a mini it dragon. is it is the size of the big dragon's nostril oh my god i hope the big dragon doesn't inhale accidentally so i finished until level six i'm now on level wow. seven. Oh, okay <laughs> uh, i am on level nine Oh, not much better. <laughs> not, not much, much better, better, really. No. Okay. Phew. <laughs> One of the main things about this game that super detract or like really annoyed me was that it gets rid of all your sound and music as soon as you start it. Oh, dear. And not in a graceful way. You know, some games, if it recognizes that you have your phone silent, like every human does, like I always have it on vibrate. I never have it on uh, yeah. the volume setting on. It does some weird things unless, I guess like unless you program or account for it. It just sets some things in ways that takes over the audio. Would this bad audio game, citizen? Yeah, it got it gets rid of your entire audio channel in order to play the music. But not only that, because my phone was in silent mode, it didn't actually play any of the gameplay sounds. And then even if I tried to enable the sound or turn off the sound or just turn off the sound of the game completely, it would still take over the audio channel. Uh yeah, right. And you have to go back and play because i think you can like swipe up and get control center back and then play no it didn't work it would still shut it down so super negative marks for me there Mm. because 
if this is going to be respect any the audio. sort of exactly respect the audio. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure I have too much more to say. Shall we uh, do our final three by threes? Uh, sure. Okay. So my good points. Uh, the punny name makes sense after playing it. I, I quite like the name. I won't lie. I wonder what came first, the game mechanic or the name. Yeah, that's interesting because even the character design. Mm-hmm. What came first, the character design or the name or the gameplay? Yeah. <laughs> um. Just theoretically, uh, the potential for a Sonic slash Angry Birds slash like shooter mashup feels like that should be a good idea. Maybe someone else can give that a go because this didn't quite hit the mark. Yeah. The mechanics are really solid. Like, I feel the movement and the shooting is actually quite satisfying. Uh, but in the realm of the game and the, the way that you're supposed to play it, it just didn't mm, hit the marks for me. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. The only other good point, like the slow motion, the dr- when you drag and hold, mm. kind of goes into slow motion a little bit. It's a free game. It's kind of cool. It is a free game. I didn't see a single ad. Yeah, I didn't see an ad. Oh, I saw an ad. Oh, no. I didn't see an ad mm, as well. Okay. Yeah. But one ninety nine to remove ads. Why would I remove something I don't even see? Who knows? But right. still. Yeah. Uh, any other good points for you? No, that's about it. Oh, it's I'm free. <laughs> that was a good yeah, one. <laughs> that was a good point. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, bad points. Um, Just something unsatisfying about it. Irritating about it. And not in a... How do I phrase this? Like, Flappy Bird and those games, they're irritating, but in a deliberate way. And you're mm. like, okay, I just don't have the skill or the dexterity for this. This was unsatisfying in a way that I was just like, well, I can, I know how to do it, but just like, eh. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. a really horrible description. I can't do any better than that. But there's something that was just unsatisfying about it. Yeah, there wasn't anything super negative. I wouldn't say anything outside of like the audio channel being taken over, but yeah. I don't really mark that as like a big detriment. You I, mean, know, I can just get over that. Yeah. The podcast exactly. yeah. It just didn't feel fully fleshed out. Like, it looks like a complete game. It has the level system, has the menus and all that stuff like a complete game. But in terms of the mechanics, the actual mechanics of you finishing out a level, just didn't really seem that fleshed out. I wonder if there's more progression. Like, I wonder if we were to play it some more, get up to uh, these no fewer than 50 levels. I wonder if we would see more power-ups and stuff like that. I don't know. Like, I wonder if there's like a boss stage that I'm not aware about. Like, Mm -hmm. maybe there's a monster that has some really really Ah, intricate boss battles where you have to control the flight. Mm. (laughs) Uh, Last negative for me, no story. Or at least... I noticed that there's no story. What's my motivation here? What is my motivation here? I'm just a dragon, just they willy-nilly look. killing knights. They're killing knights and eating treasure. That's what they do. Why am I so small? Why am I the size of the big nostril? How do I even pick up coins if I'm that small? And the size <laughs> of a coin. Final seven-day ratings for you, Sam. Two. Mm, two for me, too. Ah. Oh, look at that. <laughs> so, yes, uh, I am going to... <laughs> Uh, I think uh, it's it's free, so by all means, go grab it, have a quick play of it. Uh, but I will be drag and dropping this pretty quick. <laughs> I've been saving that one. Boom. Ah. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend this game. Mm, okay. I think there are far other games that I could point you to to have action enjoyment. Well, fun you say that, because uh, it's your turn to pick the game for next week. Yes. So, Edwin. Hello. You have seven days to play. Ding, ding, ding. PPKP. Oh, and I don't have to ask you how to spell it. That's a good start. How many P's? Three P's in total. Okay. Two P's in front, one P in the back. Divided by a K. Punch, punch, kick, punch. Punch, punch, kick, punch. So it is a one-handed game. I figured your love of 8-bit. Oh, wow. Okay. uh, One-handed gameplay, something that feels a little bit more casual. It is free. Uh, Would you care to read the uh, app description? I will read. This is always fun. 
Suddenly, the monster corpse attacks and breaks the city. Be the hero who will revive the city while taking down monsters. Ooh, I like to I like to revive and take down. There is a bit more description here. I'm not going to read all of it, but ultimately, it's too bad. It is a it is a fighting game. Um, by clicking on two big buttons. Okay, that's simple enough for me to understand. Yep. So there's some timing sense to it. There is even like a slight RPG sense to it because you have to level up your characters a little bit. Uh, do check it out. Nice, exciting. All right, I will do this. Uh, before we go. Things of the week. Things of the week. Which we missed last week, because we went kind of long on uh, Thimbleweed Park. And the uh, game of the month. And here, yeah. So much, so much in last week's episode. There was so much content. Whereas this time, we can pad it out a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, what's your thing of the week? So, I have been watching... Rick and Morty just wrapped up. If you, not ha- if you haven't watched Rick and Morty, mm-hmm. this season has been absolutely amazing. So this is your little Back to the Future cartoon, right? <laughs> Yes, there's a there's a running bit in Dubai Friday where Merlin Mann describes right. Rick and Morty as the, uh, as the way today. So Rick and Morty is their little Back to the Future cartoon, and then Horse Boy is the Bojack, Bojack Horseman. Horseman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's actually the game was actually called Doc and Morty, mm. but they they thought right. that was a little out too distance. on the nose, right? Yeah. So they renamed it to Rick and Morty. Season one and two are pretty good, but I I feel like season three is where everything just sort of comes together. Like the script, you know the characters a little bit, but I don't think it's really required for you to watch season one and two to really get it. Oh, okay. I can just jump into three. I feel like you can just jump into three. Uh, Okay. Maybe I will do that. And enjoy it. Do you watch any other animated shows? I do. I realize I do not at all. So the other animated show that I started watching is called Neo Yokio. It's on Netflix. Oh, okay. It is voiced by Jaden Smith. Is that Will Smith's offspring? <laughs> it is. Okay. It is. I think it's produced or created by Ezra Koenig, who is either Vampire Weekend or Arcade Fire. What? I, oh. They're both like the same bands to me. Yeah. They're, yeah. Arcade Fire, Weekend Vampire. Yes. You know, one of those hipster ass bands. Yeah. That sounds like it. <laughs> People will probably be offended by that, but I, I really can't tell the difference. <laughs> It's the one that had the cover with the, the lady wearing the polo shirt, with the oh. woman wearing the polo shirt, like an old photograph. I only stream music, so I have no idea what album art is nowadays. Mm. Okay, uh, shall I watch this? What is this? This sounds like sort of anime. So it is sort of anime. Oh, okay. It's like, uh, a, I feel like it's a take on anime and it's a take on our modern society. I feel like this, I feel like Neo Yokio is the stupidest thing that I've seen. But at the same time... And you recommended The Orville last week. <laughs> the most brilliant thing that I've seen. Okay, well, that is an interesting... Uh, okay, interesting... Um, what's the word here? Uh, compromise? No. In- juxtaposition. Juxtaposition, thank you. Watch... Yeah, just watch one episode. Okay. And let me know what you think. We nice. should talk about this. All right. Well, I did watch one episode of your previous recommendations, or pre- <laughs> previous thing of the week, and I did watch the first episode of The Orville, and I'm... <laughs> No, I was being a little mean earlier, but um, I don't know what to make of it yet. Okay. It's, um... I would not recommend it anymore. Okay. After watching oh, three episodes, okay. <laughs> I think the reason why I liked it so much is because of the take that it took on Star Trek, mm-hmm. but making it slightly more comedy. Yeah. Right? At least in the first episode, it just didn't quite work. I'm just, for me, the, the perfect combination of comedy and drama is, and sci-fi is sort of Buffy. And you realize mm. how effortless those two things were. And then in this, those it was just really, it felt sometimes jarring going right. from trying to have a serious storyline to like the humor being 
I don't know. I mean, I guess Seth MacFarlane apparently has a reputation for a certain type of humor. Right. He does American dad and family person. Family guy. Right. So I think that's the core issue. Like with Buffy, the humor is comes from like, I, I feel like it, it comes from expecting the audience to be pretty smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, that's what I really appreciate about Buffy humor. With Orville, I thought it was just humor added into like a Star Trek universe. Mm. Sci-fi is pretty good. The beats that they take is almost exactly like Star Trek. So right before a commercial break, there's like a bit of right. climax, like, bah, and then it like fades out. And I thought those kind of things were such nice touches because it's so, um, it's such an homage to Star Trek. Mm-hmm. But the humor is very lowbrow. I have no problems with lowbrow humor. I mean, you're my friend, so yes. <laughs> That's pretty much a given. And like, there are some funny lines. Yeah. But... Overall, like continuing to watch it, I felt, uh, <laughs> mm. yeah. Oh, can I have a mint? No, they're marbles. That made me laugh. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, but it's, I mean, it's so Star Trek though, right? I mean, I don't even watch Star Trek or know what a Star Trek is, but like, it, even for me as a Luddite, I'm like, mm. wow, this is so Star Trek. Like almost, why? Why would you kind of like Eden Cold on Renaissance? Why would you remake that when there's Lara Croft go? Why? It makes such a, like, even to, as you say, like, the beats they take and the fading to black for the commercials and stuff. And especially when Star Trek Discovery is coming out pretty soon, right? It's That's, already out, yeah. Oh, wow, okay, jeez, I'm buying the times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and it, it sort of feels like when Alien vs. Predator first came out, it was all, it was like some fan fiction thing, and it's like, there's no way they would make a movie like Alien vs. Predator. It's just so dumb. It's just someone fantasizing about this. It kind of feels like that, right? right? Like, it's like, oh, you know, they should make a comedy version of Star Trek. Yeah, that'd be really <laughs> cool. Yeah. And then they went and made it. And initial impression is like, oh, I can, maybe this is something that I'm going to enjoy. Mm. <laughs> it's like when they tried to make a comedy version of a murder mystery and they made... Trial and error. Trial and error. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh. Uh, oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Yeah. That was my thing of the week. So, Edwin. Hello. You have seven days to play. PPKP. Great. I look forward to it. Uh, Play along at home. If you have any suggestions, uh, tweet us at 7 Days to Play. And don't email us. See you next week. 7 Days to Play! Pupka. 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 Pupka.